folks, and welcome to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Today's show, we're going to help everybody beat some of those wintertime blues. Remember, we always love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call our text, 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. As always, in the scenes in the background, it's Jeff Tigger Earhart pushing some buttons. I'm mixing your tunes. <laughs> Today's Spotlight segment, I am taking us to Iowa. And pay attention, everybody. I'm very excited about what they're doing in Iowa. The Department of Natural Resources is sponsoring six courses on how to teach outdoor skills for K-12 teachers naturalists, and other educators this spring and summer. These are hands-on sessions, indoors and outside, that will provide introductory skills, instruction, and development, plus teaching materials and lesson plans. How great is this for our next generation? Here's an example of the classes being offered and why I got so excited. Scholastic Clay Target Program. You'll learn requirements to become a certified youth shotgun sports coach in the Scholastic Clay Target Program. Basic paddling skills. Participants will learn how to teach paddling skills to others through classroom and on water, lake and river instruction. Introduction to basic outdoor skills. Participants will receive introductory instruction and lesson plans for planning outings, map reading, hiking, paddling, fishing, archery, campfire cooking, and basic firearm and safety shooting. I know you're all listening to me going, okay, we know why Beck is excited. And that's not all. Fish Iowa. Participants will learn to teach fish identification, fishing locations, casting techniques, and cleaning and cooking fish. They'll also experience lake and pond fishing, including fishing from a kayak or canoe, and be introduced to all other types of fishing. Archery. Participants will learn basic archery and archery instruction skills, as well as maintenance of archery equipment. And then lastly, hunter education. Learn the requirements to become a certified hunter education instructor, including firearm handling and safety, hunter education class requirements, and policies and procedures. Now, I am very excited, and I hope everyone that just listened to this spotlight of what the Iowa DNR is doing goes back home to their own state and really starts to push this for your next generation. For those that are in Iowa and would like to register how to teach outdoor skill courses, you can head to their AEA learning website at aealearning.truenorthlogic.com or contact the Iowa DNR for more information. Now I challenge everyone, if you hear of something spotlight worthy, just like this was, to send those pics, info, and tag at A with a circle, the Ben show on social media. You just might be our next spotlight shout out or even as a guest on this show. Sit back and enjoy the news. We first head to Indiana. A nonprofit in the Midwestern state has partnered with meat processors to donate hunters excess venison to the needy. Hoosiers Feeding the Hungry, headquartered in the small town of Garrett, Indiana, has now provided over 2 million meals of venison to hungry Indiana residents over the last 10 years. It works with over 80 meat processors and 500 hunger relief organizations across the state to help get hunters excess venison to those who need it. According to Feeding America, the United States' largest hunger relief group, almost 850,000 people in Indiana live with hunger. Of those, over a quarter are children. The statistic equates to one in eight people in the state of Indiana. If you have extra venison you'd like to donate to Hoosiers Feeding the Hungry, simply go to the nonprofit's website, 
HoosiersFeedingTheHungry.org and check the list of approved processors. Each processor is food safe certified through the State Board of Animal Health and the DNR. Again, the website is HoosiersFeedingTheHungry.org. Hunters can donate almost any amount of venison from an entire animal down to just 5 pounds. As soon as the meat passes inspection, the processor turns it into ground venison and contacts local food banks for pickup. Nebraska. Outdoors retailer REI to open a store at Nebraska Crossing. One of the nation's most popular outdoors retailers is planning its first Nebraska store. Rod Yates, who developed Nebraska Crossing in Gretna, said REI Co-op hopes to open a 25,000-square-foot single-level store at the mall by late summer, and the Nebraska Crossing store is the only one REI is planning in Nebraska. REI, which is based in Seattle, specializes in selling clothing and equipment for camping, cycling, running, fitness, hiking, snow sports, and climbing. Rod Yates went on to say the Nebraska Crossing store will have everything you see in a flagship store, including a bicycle shop and a ski and snowboard shop. The company has yet to formally announce the Nebraska store, and a spokesperson said a lease has not yet been signed. Now let's head south to Texas. The East Texas city of Texarkana experienced a rare weather event to close out the year. It rained fish. The phenomenon is known as animal rain. It's essentially a tornado that could descend toward the water's surface, sucking up objects and small animals into its vortex and raining them down elsewhere. Hold on. I'm waving a little flag because that sounds like the movie Twister. <laughs> Honey, I, I think you... I think we just Were came you up- watching Netflix? Is that what you were watching that up? <laughs> a powerful thunderstorm's wind currents could also do something similar. Another theory has been proposed. Listen to this, Tigger. In Kansas City, Missouri, it rained frogs in 1873. In Japan, tadpoles rained down in 2009. And in Australia, it was spangled perch in 2010. You're being serious. I am. In Texarkana, one car dealership reported fish were dropping in what appeared to be young white bass measuring less than a half a foot could be scattered and seen throughout the dealership's parking lot. Okay, Tigger, stick with me for this last and final story. We're heading over to the United Kingdom. A UK man's leisurely stroll on his father's farm led to the discovery of an expansive Roman villa complex and a striking mosaic beneath the soil. The man noticed bits of pottery, oyster shells, and what now knows to be orange Roman roof tiles. Out of curiosity, the man looked up the site of his discovery on Google Earth and saw a distinct crop mark in the field one that his family had never noticed in their decades working the land. Honey, it sounds like We're packing up. Movie. We're going to go to the ranch and do some checking here. The son and his father returned to the site with spades and began digging through the soil near the outcrop, and soon they uncovered a few rusty red tiles of the mosaic beneath. Quickly realizing they needed to proceed carefully, they called in the experts. Can you imagine farming and ranching on a property for decades and have never noticed this here and then one day out on a stroll found it i have to ask this what is a mosaic i have an idea but i don't know if i'm right on it mosaics are bits and pieces they can be of pottery they can be made of shells different types of items that are are all brought together then and sealed with a grout to hold them in place sometimes they're used on a floor sometimes they're used on a wall as an accent gotcha gotcha All right. So over the past year, an archaeological team uncovered not only the rest of the mosaic initially found by the family, but also a slew of other structures nearby, including buried beneath the soil, 
barns and a potential bathhouse, the Whoa. team determined the villa complex was likely occupied between the 3rd and 4th century. The newfound mosaic measures about 36 feet by 23 feet and depicts the scene, get this, from Homer's The Iliad, in which the Greek warrior Achilles battles the Trojan prince Hector at the end of the Trojan War. The mosaic likely first served as the floor of a dining room or entertaining area, but cracks and fire damage to some of the tiles hint that the room was later repurposed. It is being considered one of the most exciting Roman mosaic discoveries in the UK in the last century. My guess is that is no longer a farm anymore. <laughs> Absolutely not. They're, they're shutting it down. There's going to be no farming. It is now turned into a national monument. I, I will agree with you on that one. But for those of us that are treasure seekers and hikers that like to enjoy exploring when we're out and about, it sure gives you a whole new take on what you may be walking on top of or have over the last several decades and never knew. All right, everybody, we are wrapping up this first segment. Stay where you are. We've got more of The Bend right after this. The hunt is planned, the guide is booked, the trip is blocked off in the calendar, but one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. We've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception. We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? No, absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure, sport, needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to atlastracks.com. That's tracks with an X, Atlas Tracks. Welcome back, everybody. All right, Tigger, I'm going to have you keep your headset on and join me for this next segment because I've been hearing from a lot of you out there, listeners, fans, and I want to first off say thank you so much. I love love engaging with all of you. But what I've been getting hit up with is how in the world are Tigger and I keeping positive attitudes when living in sub-zero temps for most of this winter and at times people are checking in on me from the south making sure you guys still alive up there? You haven't froze? But, you know, how are we dealing with the wintertime blues? It's called Pendleton Whiskey. Not a sponsor <laughs> yet. yet. Okay, other than using outside <laughs> spirits and such like that, how are we enjoying this time of the season and making the most of it when at times, you know what, it is just brutally cold and you just don't go outside. Sometimes there are, it's just a little too cold to be ice fishing or cross-country skiing, things like that. I tend doing? to 
suffer from spring fever, though. I've always been that way. That The day after Christmas, you start having spring fever. Let's I, be real. I, honestly, yeah, that is true. I mean, I... We, we we had a nice white Christmas, and we had some moisture, and, and Lord knows we needed it. Like, I, I don't want to get into how much of the country is needing some moisture right now, but we got to have a wonderful Christmas. It's on into New Year's. We're halfway through January. I'm ready for spring. <laughs> I mean, I, I really am. If he I'm had his way, he would be pulling out the flower pots and getting the soil ready for me to start planting the garden. I would be doing anything. So. It doesn't matter. I would be doing anything. But back to how we handle the wintertime blues, I think, comes down to how you want to look at things. And there's just a lot still going on. And we are the type of people that schedule our playtime. Now, you're all sitting here going, where is she going with this? Well, many of you also may be like us. We do work together. We work from our home. We work thanks to uh, COVID, remote working has become very popular for many people. And you're sitting there, how do you still have fun and keep the fires burning at home? Well, we actually schedule into our week, I'm going to call it playtime, which for us, we're not TV watchers. So that usually means activities that are either outdoors or they're outdoor activities that we can bring indoors Mm -hmm. and get ready for the upcoming season. I know, Tigger, have you seen some of the memes coming across social media saying, you know, uh, for example, deer season is over. And then other people coming back saying, no, it's not. There's deer processing. Get the meat ready. Shit hunting, all of that. Well, the the other memes of uh, saying it's 70 days, 14 hours, 16 minutes and 82 seconds till Memorial weekend or whatever's the big kickoff for camping season. Right, 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 right. So we actually do that in our planners. And some people might be saying, what, really? But no, taking the time to actually set out time during your week for these activities keeps us, you know, gives us something rejuvenated, gives us something well, to look we, forward to. We look forward to that at the end of the day. And and I, regardless of what we're doing, if we're working on our radio shows, if we are working outside, if we're doing cow work, if we're doing, it doesn't matter what we are doing. It's very important that we write stuff down for what remember how we learned that when we was we ones where if you wrote your goals down you're more likely to achieve them but then that way we still have the opportunity to be spontaneous oh absolutely if, if, which, if which feeds me to. i'm one of those spontaneous you're, you're, people you're, you're one of those uh nothing or 90 <laughs> type of people i'm one of those gonna plan everything out but it gives us the opportunity to to do that but it makes sure that because we work at home and because our studio is in our house and everything is right here, that we have to shut down work and work goes away for the day. And now we have to do other things to, well, we just have to do other things. We have chores and we all that all, have all that to do, but uh, those other activities to feed. To fill out, our cup. To fill our cup. You still need to soul. fill, right. yes, fill that cup feed your soul, all of those things. And when you're sitting here going, well, there's not really anything to go do at this time of year. Oh, that is far from the truth. Mm -hmm. I have things coming across my desk and I bet if you looked just past, you would, you'd find them as well. For example, big buck contests, depending on your state, there's a lot of those going on right now. Great time for everybody to get together. Yes, we just did. Uh, Other things are, is, is some of those organizations this time of year, uh, that we maybe have heard of or familiar with, for example, 
Pheasants Forever, Ducks Unlimited, National Turkey Federation, they're all having either their conventions or their banquets or different speaking events. So don't be afraid to kind of do some searches and find out about the organizations in your area that may be holding events. And now you're meeting like-minded individuals too. And for the new year, what a great way to start off a new year by maybe joining one of these groups that are out there. And now you've just made some new friends too. And for those of you out there that are like me that are suffering from spring fever, here's a way to kind of get ready for spring and summer. Go through your gear now. Yes, your, yes. Your backpacks, if it be your 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 fishing gear, if it be you maybe didn't clean your your guns from. Well, this that's past right season. there. I'm glad you brought that up because of the different temperature changes and such like that. It is important to be going through your firearms, mm-hmm. and this is a great time. You've just yep. finished up all of the rifle hunting, or maybe you've been you're into target shooting, any of that stuff. Do it now in your downtime so you are ready to roll once those temps warm up. Oh, absolutely. Because how many times do we have we spent we will piddle around getting ready to do something, and we will spend more time piddling around getting ready to do it than we do actually going out and doing it. Yes, I boom, I think everybody right else is guilty of that, too. Here's something else can I bring up. And so I think the reason maybe that Beck has brought this up has been to help me more than anything because i got to keep my hands moving. Otherwise, I... I drive for If nuts. I don't keep him busy, I drive you nuts. Yes, I'm crawl- you're crawling the walls. We are I mean <laughs> we are throwing down. I mean if if we are not so I like to do leather work, I like to do braiding of course, but getting ready for spring again, here's one thing that I've been putting a lot of time into has been getting my pit boss griddle ready to go, mm-hmm. do the hibachi, looking mm-hmm. at recipes, all of that very excited that when branding season starts, when everything starts, where we like to entertain and have guests and to do those types of things, boom, we're ready to go. I love it, which I, you know, who I'm doesn't love cooking and all that anyway? And on top of it, I know it did notice Tigger had the cast irons brought out too, so he's been reseasoning his Dutch ovens. Getting everything ready. There you go. What I else? have spring fever. <laughs> I'm inspe- And now we're talking about it. I don't, I don't think this helped me. Now I'm just... You know, I'm looking out the window of our studio, and granted, it's a beautiful day. As of today, it's absolutely gorgeous where we're at, but I am ready for warm temps. I'm ready for green grass warm temps. So if after you've gone through all of your gear, here's the thing is, is there's still other activities going on that are held indoors if it's still just too too chilly out there for you and that is all the sports shows that are starting to fire up across the country you know it doesn't take much to look either look in your local community you may have seen the advertisers or or not and just do a quick google search because a lot of industries in the outdoors will be having their indoor sports shows always got to love seeing the latest boats the campers, the fishing gear. And inventory is getting restocked, so you should be able yes, to see the not latest near and as bad as it used right, to be. Right, 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 right. So now, see, there you go. We just gave you all kinds of items to start doing now with all of your downtime. I'm sorry, I still have spring fever. <laughs> Even though you're trying to pull me out of it, I still have spring fever. All right, Tigger, well, I'm going to let you sit there with your spring fever. Everybody, stay where you are. We have more of The Bend right after this. Last year, we got to meet Rob, Todd, and Jason, the crew from Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, and hear about their hunts. So, Rob, what can we expect on a hunt with Wobbolo Creek Outfitters? We're a family-style hunt. 
We have bunk rooms where there's twin beds in every room. We can accommodate up to about 12 people. We have plenty of showers, plenty of bedrooms. All your bedding is included, all your food. Most people who come and hunt with Wobble Creek Outfitters, you come as a client, but you kind of leave as family. And most of our hunters have come back five, six, since we've opened and hunted with us every year. Sure, they want you to have a hunt of a lifetime, but it is more important for Wobble Creek Outfitters to have a personal connection with each person. Book your hunt today. Head to WobbleOakCreekOutfitters.com. That is W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, Wabalo, located in southwest Missouri for your next turkey or whitetail hunt. And don't forget, be sure to tell them Beck from the Bend sent you. Hey, we've made it through the holidays, and here in 2022, it's time to look forward to using those grills and smokers that you got for Christmas. Don't forget to head over to mickeysmustard.com, that's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S, mustard.com add a little mustard on your chicken your turkey your fish deviled eggs smoke it bake it toss it swirl it you can have mickey's mustard with just about anything check us out for your upcoming spring grilling season mickeysmustard.com In the crosshairs today, we're going to feed off of what we were visiting about before break and how Tigger sometimes, it's a full-time job keeping him from crawling up the walls around really? this place. <laughs> Let's just be honest about this deal. Do I, Let me ask you this question. Do I drive you nuts this time of year? Oh, just honey, be honest. Honey, Let's just put it this way. I'm, I'm thankful for the days where it's warm enough and I can let you outside to roll. I'll take that for what it's worth. Okay. <laughs> so in the crosshairs, what I brought up is an activity that we did just here the other day, and that is making our own jerky. Uh, some people tend to take theirs into meat processors, people like that, to do it for themselves. Well, I would like to throw this at all of you, if you've never done it, to actually give it a whirl this was our first time our first try this was our first because we tend to just take it in and have it done elsewhere and this time we were looking at i'll just be honest we had extra burger in the freezer and thought you know what let's give it a try we had a dehydrator that we've used for uh fruits vegetables other items but had not made actual jerky with it and i'm going to say i was fairly unsuccessful in, in the, your past endeavors in, in the past trying to dehydrate so that's kind of why it just went in the corner with all of those it was other another one of those gadgets that got gadgets. put in the bottom cupboard way in the back that you had to move four crock pots to get to and just took up space well now it that's is exactly right there's four <laughs> crock pots four how many people need four crock pots plus we have the air fryer and we have the insta pot and the once pot and this and that should i bring up I'm now just, that there's another two out in the there. shop FYI. Are you serious? <laughs> okay, so back to those kitchen gadgets that you have that never Dakota. use, the dehydrator. We brought ours out, unthawed five pounds of burger to make two different types of jerky. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, right now we have the dehydrator going right now with the second batch, but the first batch we finished last night and it's some of the best gall darn homemade jerky I've had in a really, really long time. I really liked it, and I'm a jerky lover. Mm -hmm. So if I can, I want to throw a question out to, to your listeners, and that is, number one, what cut of meat do you use for your jerky, if, especially if you're making beef jerky? 
do you mix it with your venison, number two. Or pork. Or pork was the other one that we found. And mm-hmm. then number three, do you use an oven or do you use a food dehydrator like we did to make your jerky? So mm-hmm. help me if you would. Yes, please send in those inquiries. We want to hear about it. Bendradioshow at gmail.com. Let, let us know how you are making your homemade jerky. Because so far, ours is a win-win, and we're using the dehydrator. I know that some people use an oven, and they'll put it on the lowest heat setting and let it go for it, but I don't know how many hours. So that's going to be our next trial. So there you go. You're kind of stirring around the house, crawling up the walls, looking for an activity to do. If your ticker is driving you crazy. <laughs> and the other thing, I'm sorry, I'm jumping in here because I want to know the uh, if people are using their own cures, if they're using their own spices, if you have your little concoction, if you that have you would a be family recipe, to, you'd be to willing share. to that share. That would be awesome. Oh, because we just went to the store and we bought. You know, I could see whatever. us having a contest down the road on this. Even oh, you know, for the best jerky recipe if anyone's I'm willing all, to share that I'm family recipe I'm and we will absolutely make it here at the cabin and let you know what we think is the best so there you have it if you've got somebody that drives you nuts like i do in mine really? from our cabin to yours try making some homemade jerky and share your recipe with us if you have a field update a topic we should investigate or have a tale of your own to share send it this way Call, text 305-900-BEND, that is 305-900-2363, or email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Social media, we are everywhere, Facebook and Instagram. Follow us at, that's A with a circle, The Bend Show. A huge thank you to everyone who came around The Bend, producer and sound engineer Jeff Tigger Earhart. As you all make those new memories now for 2022, be sure to keep sending in those pictures by email and always tagging at The Ben Show on social media. Hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything. We want to see and hear those memorable outdoor moments. Missed this episode? Find all of our shows on the website, thebendshow.com, and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Want to hear more from Tigger and Beck? We are available for booking from emceeing to entertaining to public speaking to being the host couple at your next event. Be sure to head to our website, thebendshow.com, to inquire. Thank you to our partners, Atlas Tracks, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners that came along. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. The Bend.